Hello, everybody. If you hear my voice, you know what it means. We're talking about Animation 18. And yes, Daily, if you still listen to this, I stole your intro. It's pure gold and pure magic. My name is Dylan Bateson, and I will be your host today. And I am joined by the one, the only... Isabella Torres. Welcome, welcome to your first podcast. Thank you, I'm excited. All right, so we here at Animation 18 like to talk about a lot of animation. Mm-hmm. One thing in particular we're going to talk about today is Voltron, specifically the Netflix Voltron. Mm-hmm. Not old school Voltron, but we'll get back to that later. Yeah. All right, so are you a fan? Yes, uh, full-heartedly I am a fan. Full-heartedly? Yes, Not I, even I love heartedly? it. No. Right. I don't, I I don't am, have it here. <laughs> <laughs> I am also a fan of the Voltron series. I was a fan of the old cartoon, and then, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, right. All right. So going back to not going back to anything actually. Um, so when you heard this was going to be like a new thing, mm-hmm. why did you watch it? I think uh, I didn't come to see it like right as it came out i was actually on tumblr Ugh, the great place that is tumblr Lovely. yeah and i saw a gif of like lance and i was like oh wow what is this show and so that's when i got to netflix and i realized what it was and i was the what hooked me was the art style i was like wow this looks a lot like avatar and cora and from there i was hooked like i loved it i love the characters especially lance he's what caught me he's he's my favorite <laughs> without a doubt um so yeah that's how i got introduced to it and i loved it yeah, speaking of like why it looks a lot like Avatar and Core is because that animation studio yeah. does the animation for it and does like the story for yeah. it. Which immediately caught my eye. Right. It's it's such you, a distinct one. It's very distinct and once you know that company has it, mm-hmm. it's very like, Oh my god, this thing's gonna be awesome. Right. Because the reputation's amazing. The reputation is awesome. Yeah. So even though this is made with like this studio that it has all this power and all this mm-hmm. not power but like renown. Yeah. Uh, did you have any hesitations of what it could be or, like, what hindered it or anything like that? Um, personally, I'm not the biggest, like, mecha kind of person. So I was a little bit worried about how much that was going to, like, drudge my appeal to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, once I really started getting into it, I felt like it was really well woven into the story. And it wasn't, like, the most dramatized thing ever. Yeah. Even when it was hyperbolized, it was very well fitting within the series. Um, another thing that I was a little bit worried about was like the fandom, mm-hmm. um, and that's always that's always going to be a thing, no matter what is Especially popular. Especially an old show like this. Yes, that was what I was worried about too. And I try to separate the fandom from what I'm watching and just have my own interpretation. But sometimes it could be a bit much. Yeah. So those were my two main concerns, but I still found great enjoyment with the series, ignoring those two things. Yeah, and with that, like. Everyone needs to make your opinion, but I also agree with you. Like yeah. when it comes to like different sorts of things, that other influences will influence your opinion, and then yeah, it'll just go from there. But otherwise, mm-hmm. well, uh, it was a pretty good show in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely, very good. Now it brings back. So this is like 1970s when the first one came yeah. out. Why do you think Netflix brought this show back in particular? Because they could have like it's Netflix. You yeah. have like all this power, all this money, all this mm-hmm. like you have a lot of things in your pockets. Yeah. Why bring this back? I don't know. That's really, like, the true question that I wonder because it was – I'm not sure how well-known the original was or, like, how popular it did in ratings on the TV shows or Mm -hmm. the the stations. Um, I feel like the fandom was big enough that maybe there was a small demand and maybe even the creators themselves just had an affection for the series and they wanted to try try a passion project and, like, take a risk on it. That's probably what I – think happened but i'm not sure about how big the original 70s to 80s fandom was but i feel like that had some slight influence 
I would agree with that. There's also the fact that since kids are always looking for a new thing, yeah. and then you got the fandom of like probably our parents or something like that. Yeah. They were probably like, oh my God, my kid's watching Voltron. I'm going to yeah. try. I feel like there's also like a lack of like adventure, like cr- like adventure action shows in TV these days. Yeah. If, like you have stuff like Miraculous Ladybug and like, dare I say like Teen Titans Go. Flip That's stable. I know, I know that they have fighting and such, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's been a lack of that in children's media, and I think that's also what they wanted to bring to the table is more action adventure. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah. then I agree that there's a lack of action adventure. You get yeah. more like drama and slapstick kind mm-hmm. of like animation. But yeah. with this, you get like heart and like adventure and, and story like, and, and like, story. Like, mm-hmm. So much story. Right. Um, so then this is going to, since we've talked about like the whole um, like, production side of it like why speculation all that Mm -hmm. now i just want to hear your thoughts i want to hear like why you are a fan of ultron and like what brought you to it besides the tumblr model of lance right okay Uh, aside from lance i do like all the other characters and i really like how they mesh with each other Mm -hmm. and i like how they introduce new characters like when they first introduced allura i thought that was really nice um i really liked meeting the villains slowly and surely especially um lotor Mm. Don't get me started on Lotor. <laughs> I loved him as a villain. He was great. Um, and you some... can't trust the pretty ones. I know. He's so pretty. Even if he's evil, I still love him. I'm sorry. We just have... uh, we're going to be talking spoilers, so if you're not caught up, oh, yeah, you're yeah. screwed. Sorry um, about that. Continue, though. But yes, Lotor, I love him, and I still do. Uh, whatever happened to him, I hope he's okay. <laughs> um, but I really like the characters, and then the art direction and the colors are really great. I love... Like how scenes are set up, the backgrounds are great, and the music's great. It's so nice to look at and listen to. It's a very solid production. It really of is. Like competent directors, animators, mm-hmm. like everyone. I know I don't using the word competent seems like a bit rude. Yeah. But it's the most honest thing you can honestly say when yeah. you're making a show or a movie that you have competent people. Yeah. Running it. It's like so well sewn together, and I think the voice actors are really what make it. I I firmly believe that like a cartoon character is their voice. Yeah. And Jeremy Shot is great as Lance, and then um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. Stephen Ewan. Stephen, oh, Stephen Ewan's yeah. great, and then Shiro's voice actor is great. His name escapes me. Yeah. Everything really goes well together. Uh, getting a little bit off topic. Did you see them do your welcome? Yes, I did. Oh it's my gosh, hilarious. I loved it. His yeah. voice All is right. so nice. Sorry, sorry. No, you're I fine. Just have to mention that no, you're fine. It. No, so now that you've talked about like, uh, like things, why you like it, why it meshes well, like mm-hmm. characters, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any negative things about it? Like anything that like you can particularly say that is kind of like nagging at you sometimes when you watch it? Um, trying to think about it now, like. I'm sure there is. If I were to name one, it might be like there might be some forced moments, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and just very nitpicky things like some transformation scenes I don't think are needed. Because <laughs> like when they become Voltron, yeah, because that could go we've on for a while. Like we've seen it like a yeah. million times. We don't need to see oh, it yeah, again. Oh yeah, no, I love it how it's just always like form Voltron and it's yeah. sort of like flash of light. Yeah, it's like very. Take your time. Doop, 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 yeah. Doop. Like, you can get away with that first season stuff, but yeah. you can't get away with it when we're, like, seven seasons deep. Right. And, and a, we're like, we get it. And, like, you're fighting the big bad dude, and you have to wait, like, two and a half minutes at most, maybe, to, like, see this transformation. Get some popcorn. Right. That could be kind of nitpicky. And I feel like um, there might be some underdevelopment with characters, um, mm-hmm. that being, like, especially Hunk, I feel. Yeah. I feel like Hunk can use Hunk a bit had a more lot love. In first season. Yeah, and then I feel like it kind of went at a stalemate. If I'm remembering it wrong, please correct me. But like, 
I feel like he kind of slowed down a bit. He's the comedic relief. He, yeah. Like, he had his moment with the alien girlfriend. Yeah, I, that I, think, I liked a lot. I think that's where it ends. Yeah. And then stuff like like Lance, I feel like he hasn't had a lot besides him being, like, sometimes he's sad because he feels inadequate. And, like, we that happened, like, twice in the series so far, I it's think. It's happened a lot. Season you feel, six, it happened a lot. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he could use a bit more. I, think, I get that. Well, like... Lance's character development is pretty good. Yeah. In terms of from he what had it, him from cocky hotshot yeah, to being a f- like truthful leader of yeah. the team. Mm-hmm. And then I can get that too. Um, Allura is great too. I think she is like a really good thing that helps everyone develop and grow. Because you could argue that a lot of Ultron is Allura's story. Yeah. So, well, yeah. dad made the lions. Yeah. So it goes from there. Yeah. And she's like, I have a personal connection. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't destroy my cats. Yeah. So... Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I always like to like kind of nitpick about it mm-hmm. is like we introduced a lot of sub characters. Like, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say it's Lotor's harem. Yes. We got like oh, these Lord. badass like four and then three women. Yeah. Oh, and my then gosh. it's just like you killed one that I didn't care about. And then, and then you. you, you d- 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 right. D- why? Why right. are they here? It is fun though that like. Keith has the most interesting backstory of For everything sure. because we meet one chick at mm-hmm. l- in the whale. Yeah. And then he and gets the, a blink dog and I want the blink dog. I know. That dog's so rad. Oh, my gosh. Dude. He's so adorable. Best main character by far. Keep riding him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since this is a remake, mm-hmm. we have to kind of go along with the idea of old versus new because everyone's going to make this argument and we kind of have to make the argument yeah. too because it is very... Like, you can't talk about a new thing without if it derives from an old thing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, are you familiar with the existence of yes. old Voltron? Yes, I'm aware. And I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it. Never a yeah. full episode. But I've seen, like, screenshots and mm-hmm. I've seen some clips of, like, fights and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm aware of it. Uh, yeah, so, um, but you haven't, like, watched it yeah. in, like... Entirety. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. So I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. Okay. So that Voltron takes a lot of inspiration from Gundam. Okay. So the animation oh, style and kind of the story where mm-hmm. it's a lot more serious yeah. and a lot more like, ooh, kind of like fight instead yeah. of like in-depth character moments. Like mm-hmm. uh, who Lance dies. Lance what? dies in the original and that's how Allura takes the blue line. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. So um, yeah, he gets like wow. stabbed in the neck. There's a funeral of him and flowers. Jesus. And then Allura takes over, man. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Sounds... It was actually, like, funny. Was it? <laughs> like, it, it? And I know it's not supposed to be funny about a character death, but come on. It was... It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Matthew Yep, we owe you a quarter. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so, like, from what you've seen, like, the differences, is it just, like differences in the time we're growing up with cartoons now or animation i should say or is it like they just want to do their own voltron um i feel like it's a mix of both Mm -hmm. um cartoons are becoming more and more appreciated and valued in uh today's younger generations and probably some young adults yeah um and I feel like the creators did have a love for the series. They probably grew up on it, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do a passion project. And they also wanted to see how this new generation that also loved Avatar would react to this. And I feel like they took a big risk, and I'm glad they did that because it's paying off greatly. It is paying off really well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I grew up semi watching Voltron, mm-hmm. and by semi, I mean my mom would kick me out every time my older brothers <laughs> were watching Voltron mm-hmm. because I wasn't allowed to watch things what? at five years old. Lame. I know, but now she lets me watch whatever I want because I'm, you know, 23 and I'm an adult. <laughs> hey, I'm an adult. Um, but something I always like to point out between old and new mm-hmm. is like that sense of acceptance mm-hmm. by the community. Yeah. Because in old Voltron, again, I said like it takes a lot from Gundam. Yeah. So, and Gundam's a very serious show no yes, matter like yes, what point is. you look at it. But back in like old in Gundam, where it was like that kind of style, and all mm-hmm. that, you kind of got the feel that like you had to be knit and gritty back then to get noticed by the adults. Yeah, for sure. And with this, the new one, mm-hmm. you have more heart, more humanity yeah. to everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just very well done, in my opinion. And I agree. sets itself apart, which is what you want to do if you ever do a remake of anything, is set yourself apart right. from the original, mm-hmm. because you, that's the point of a remake. Yeah. You want to be like, you want to pay homage, basically, to like your old source, but you also want to like stand on your own, and you want to be like recognizable. As yeah. like someone who didn't watch Voltron like that as a kid, mm-hmm. like just seeing this modern one, like I still love it, and like I still get what's going on, you yeah. know? And like that's what a good remake or adaptation should do. Agreed. And with that now being said, would you be interested in like watching old Voltron? Not to its completion, mm-hmm. just like in interest to see differences. I would. I would. You know, I actually, I have a little soft spot for like retro anime like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I think it has a charm that can't be captured again. So I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Retro anime has like that good old feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Like that it bring, kind of anime. Reminds me of simpler days. <laughs> simpler days. When not everything became CGI. Yes. All right. So with Voltron, it was ordered, like, I think this first season was like a test run, seeing how well it yeah. would do, how they, and then it shot off and became amazing. Yes. So, with that, they have, Netflix ordered um, an eight-season series mm-hmm. combined with the first season. Mm-hmm. And we're running up on season eight soon. I know. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know. But in I'll this cry. particular year especially, we've had three different instances Mm-hmm. of seasons coming out yeah which is the next question i want to ask is is this a quantity over quality or is the quality still there i want to say the quality's still there mm-hmm. um but i can definitely understand the pressure of trying to get something out mm-hmm. and that will bring in the big money as well as making everyone happy mm-hmm. um but i want to say that the quality still is there and They've been doing a good job with the pressure that they've had. Yeah. Um, I, I think of it like back to Korra, where it was like that kind of fell apart when... Not season three or four. What are you talking about? Listen, man. <laughs> Another podcast. <laughs> Ugh. But like that fell apart because of Nick's... Uh, Nickelodeon was just being evil. Yeah. They were like, because they want to push the envelope. And mm-hmm. Nickelodeon's like, nope, we're going to staple the envelope down. Mm-hmm. And with the right kind of like, I guess you could say parameters and like the right crew and planning that you get something like Voltron which has mm-hmm. come out fast but is still relatively good there's probably some nitpicks that a lot of people have yeah because there always is yeah. but we can't have the yeah. nice things anymore yeah you can't make you can't please everyone but <laughs> please the majority yep um with that being said um with the quantity that has come out we have seen a reduction in episodes from like the original tr- 16? Yeah, 16. Yeah, it was in the teens for sure. And then we went to single digits. Yeah. Which I think worked Mm -hmm. because it pushed the story a lot more because I don't remember what season was. I think it was 
season three or four where they had that stupid parade episode. Yes. Oh, God. I hated it. I just skipped that episode entirely. It's like, we gotta get this formation down. I'm like, nope, skip. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And I totally agree with that, too. I skipped it, and (laughs) I didn't miss a thing. (laughs) You hearing that? You producers. We didn't like it. The D&D episode's fantastic, though. Please keep making more of that. Oh, my God. I loved that. It was fantastic. It was great. So, again, the final season's coming out. Mm -hmm. Are you crying? Yes, on the inside, and... Probably on the outside when I watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then the final season is coming out. Do you Mm -hmm. want anything from this? Because right now, spoilers, they're on Earth. They Mm -hmm. just had a big battle on Earth. Yes. And what are you wanting? Like, because we now found out that the person who's piloting the other big bad robot that Mm -hmm. came after Lotor went pew Mm -hmm. um, was... Uh, Altaian, Altaian. Mm-hmm. I almost called her Alurian, <laughs> and I just went. <laughs> but no, they were Altaian. And mm-hmm. what do you think that means? Because we now found out that Altaians have been a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just they originally killed off, almost killed off. Then Lotor kind of used yeah. them for like his purposes, and then da, 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 da. it all just goes down from there. But why do you think this person is Altaian, and why did they try to kill Voltron? Oh man. <sighs> That's really tough because, like, there's so many possibilities. Um, my speculation is, like, it might be just a greater good thing because, like, Voltron is, like, the source of all the problems if you really think about it. Well, in that's a way. every super weapon. I mean, yeah, but, like, I guess that's the main reason, isn't it? Like, to try and get rid of this thing that causes all this trouble. That's what they want. So if you kill what they want. At that point, it's just nitpicking at that point. It really is. My fan theory is that it's from the other dimension. Ooh, yeah, that's Yeah, buddy. That's spicy. I want that. I want that Russian. Oh, wait. Russian Shiro's dead. Damn. Forgot about that. Just remembered it. I want more Russian Shiro. I know, right? Bring it back. What was his name? Sven? Sven, yeah. yes. Bring back Sven, please. And then we had the courageous caterpillar dude. Yeah. No one No one talks about him. It's all about Sven. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sven looked like Shiro, and Shiro's just like all over the internet. Yeah. Play the saxophone music here. <laughs> um but then that goes into, like, theories have broken down. Originally, <laughs> there was a theory that... So we're recording on October 4th, mm-hmm. and it was speculated that it would come out either today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because there was, a, like, the eighth episode title leaked, and then yeah. everyone went, oh! Like, oh my god! Oh my god! But then we got found out wrong. Like, yeah. So do you want to, like, speculate when this will come out? I don't know. I would say maybe, maybe mid-November, mm-hmm. early December. I think. I get that. Yeah, is when it will come out. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good estimate. That'd be a good wrap to do it yeah. because everyone's going to be inside away from mm-hmm. the cold. Yeah. We're marketing for you here, Netflix. Come yeah. on, use it. Send us your money. <laughs> I don't need your money. <laughs> All right, so now we're kind of going to the final stretch of this year. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this show to more... Excuse me? No, you're fine. <coughs> I'm dying. It's all good. Uh, would you recommend this show to people who like animation like you and me? Yes. And uh, I have. Uh, I've done. I've recommended this to about two other people, and they loved it. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely show this to, like, my nephews, too, who mm-hmm. would love this stuff. They like all this action-y stuff that, you know, pew, pew. They would love it. Um, so, lasers yeah. Lasers and so and the such. They the would lasers. love it. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. I haven't recommended it as much, but I've watched. I would highly recommend it to anyone who mm-hmm. like has that nostalgia for it. Oh wait, no, I recommended it to my older brothers. Oh, like, there you go. Guys, look, it's back, and I can watch it. Now. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, but no, then you get 
Uh, wait, why did I say no and then you get... I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I have recommended it. I would highly recommend to anyone who listens to this, please, oh, please, oh, please go watch it. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. Yes. All right. And now with that, I want to move on to something mm-hmm. that I want to test run here. Okay. You watch any new animes lately? Anything you recommend to the audience? Um, relatively new. Uh, I watched Violet Evergarden recently, mm-hmm. um, and that was beautiful. I loved it. Um, next on my list is going to be, um, it's kind of old at this point, another. It's like a spooky anime, I guess. And then I also watched a movie called This Corner of the World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like a two-hour animated movie, very stylized, very cute about World War II in Japan. Very good. Would recommend it's on Netflix. Is that about like two kids who watch the item bomb get dropped from the farm and then go from there? Uh, no, it's about this single woman who goes through life as a survivor, basically, of World War II. Why does that sound like the woman who folded a thousand like paper cranes? Yo, it does. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. Except this time she's not folding. <laughs> but yes, would recommend those three if mm-hmm. you if you have not seen them. All right. I would always recommend um, anything that the... Uh, I forgot his name, and I forgot to write it down. Um, the guy who made Boy and the Beast and mm. um, uh, I, Cyber Wars. Um, the one with the bun... It's basically Digimon. He made he made the Digimon movie. Okay, um, I, I don't forget. remember it, mm-hmm. um, but it's they're both. He's a fantastic director. He has another one coming out. Ooh. He has another movie coming out about his time traveling sister from the future who came out to hang out with the younger brother when she was a baby, and then Ooh. oh my god, it's beautiful. That sounds great. Can't remember the name. Why don't I write things down? I'm a terrible host. <laughs> but no, I would highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. Also, a series that I can't seem to stop watching is My Hair Academia. Well, that's obvious. But oh my like, gosh, great. No, um, Drifters. Mm, Drifters. What's so, that? Drifters came out 2016. Okay. I bought it as soon as it came out on Blu-ray. Nice. Um, it's about people who get, like, plucked from history at the moment of their deaths Ooh. to go to, like, not Middle Earth, Middle Earth, mm-hmm. and um, fight. And so you have two sides. You have the ends and the Drifters. Ooh. Drifters are, like... You follow the Toyohisa Shimazu, mm-hmm. who is the main char- who's one of the main characters, who is joined by Oda, Nubun- Oda Nobunaga, okay. who if you watched any anime, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. And then Yoichi, whose name is a lot longer. Yeah. And they basically lead a revolution in Nazi-like um, empire oh, that wow. they're in. Because they're elves, dwarves, and oh, wow. creatures. That sounds awesome. And... They lead a revolt with the elves first in Nazi Empire. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to spoil it right now. You know why I keep saying Nazi Empire? Hitler there came first, and then he made that empire. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but oh yeah, my no, God. each drifter comes from all over history. Mm-hmm. And they're like, through these two, like, gods who, like, pluck the drifters and the ends. But that guess, sounds awesome. And the ends are, like, you got, like, Natasha, Ro- not Natasha Romanoff, that's Black Widow. You have, like, the someone from Robot, you have Rasputin. Someone from the Romanov family. Oh, my gosh. You have Joan of Arc. You have Gilles de Ray. It goes all over the place. That sounds rad. But they fight the main bad, whose name is the Black King. Mm-hmm. He may be Jesus. Jesus may be the bad guy. I'm hooked. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't confirmed. They haven't confirmed because the manga has stopped. Aw, oh, dang. The animation is going. Mm-hmm. The manga is on a, a, a like an hiatus for a reason. And it ends mm-hmm. on a cliffhanger, and I wa- read it recently, and I'm like, Gert! But Damn. I want it. I'll need it. I'm hooked. I want to see it. <laughs> Jesus is the enemy. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Jesus is the bad guy. <laughs> 
That's all you need to do to make a successful show. <laughs> Say Jesus is the bad guy. <laughs> oh, if man. If you're religious, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, for sure. And we all love interesting concepts here. Mm-hmm. So, with our recommendations over... <laughs> Voltron's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. We can't get enough of it. It'll be sad to see it go later this year or maybe next year. Yeah. Because October 4th didn't get anything. Yeah. Stupid internet trolls. It'd be like that. It'd be with like them. that. Matthew, yep, we owe you another quarter. <laughs> all right. With all that being said, you have listened to the Animation Aid Team, we co- where we cover all things animation movie east, west, north, south, all over the globe, and Disney. Uh, <laughs> And with that being said, I've been your host, Dylan Bateson, and I was joined by the lovely Isabella Torres. Y'all have a good day.